Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1234 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, nice district at Rogers Place. We had texters asking about Josh Archibald. I can tell you uh, that he is currently wearing a heart monitor. Of course, he's got myocarditis. This on a day where Byron Munich uh, notified uh, the that, uh, and they had a, a, a tough COVID run uh, with Omicron that Alfonso Davies has uh, myocarditis. Um, so right now, Josh Archibald is wearing a heart monitor for a two-week run here. Um, I cannot uh, tell you whether or not he is vaxxed or unvaxxed, if he's remained unvaxxed at this time. So I don't have that answer for you. Uh, but I can tell you he is wearing a heart monitor. We are going to head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. Kind enough to switch up the schedule because Elliot Friedman needed to go at 1 o'clock today. Is Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta presenting live standard red racing uh, on Saturdays at Century Mile Racetrack at 1.15. Hello, Mark Spector. How are you doing? Good, Bobby. How are you doing? Good. Are you going to be able to do a thesis on... Uh, uh, COVID and myocarditis by the end, uh, when we, you know, when this, when, when, well, who knows? Maybe we don't ever get over this. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe you it's know th- what it does do? It, it throws a, it, it throws a, a little bit of a wrench into the old, uh, no young fit people ever get sick from COVID anymore. Like, does anyone know anyone who's younger and fitter than Alfonso Davies? <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, and he's fully vaccinated. And uh, he's having a heart issue from this thing. So it really does drive home the point that we all get a little laissez-faire. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't be so laissez-faire. Well, you've had it how many times now, Spec? Just the two times, Bob. Okay. So, uh, and you you know, it's... I'm young and fit, and I feel great. Right. And uh, some people would would, would suggest a guy like myself looks like he's not in the greatest of shape, uh, but... Uh, you know, maybe you need to have a Bailey's and coffee every morning to keep it away because somehow I've, I've fluked off and been completely lucky so far. It's a secret uh, elixir, Bob. It's a secret elixir. Hey, I have to come clean on something. Uh, last show, you asked me what's the biggest priority for the Edmonton Oilers, and that was when Smith was ready to come back, and I said it was a left winger or a third-line center. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've changed my mind, Bob. Uh, with Smith now back on the IR, uh, they need a goalie, 
and they need a goalie. Now that is priority number one, absolutely for sure. Uh, well, we're, we're, did Dave Tippett just completed his availability. Did he hint as to who his starting goaltender was going to be tomorrow? Yeah, Skinner's going to start tomorrow. Yep. Skinner comes up. He was in the start, isn't at the start of practice. Uh, and I am I am not at all surprised. This team needs a reset in goal. Uh, they need someone to come in in a bit of a white horse here, Bob. They need to play better defensively for sure, but they need they need goaltending. They just haven't had. If you look at their save percentage since uh, you know over the past since December first, the save percentage has been sub 900. I know they haven't been great defensively, but sub 900 is sub 900. They need saves. They need them now. And they're hoping like crazy that it's Skinner. Starting on December the 3rd, Mark, I've got the exact numbers for you. Uh, Miko Koskinen's 0-5-1 with an 8.66. Mike Smith coming off of the injury um, out of uh, the Christmas break, 0-2-1 with an 8.77. Skinner at 8.99 with a 2-2 two two record. He's got the only two wins Yikes. on the season. Stuart Skinner, 4-5. and five. But with a 9.16 save percentage, did not get uh, a strong performance in front of him against the Detroit Red Wings. And the game against Buffalo was a strange game. Edmonton, Edmonton just didn't capitalize when they had opportunities. He probably should have a – that's what's crazy about this. The Oilers lost games to Detroit and Buffalo that were there for them to go get. They could have been 18-3 and three at one point. Uh, but that, that said, they, you know, they won twice in Vegas. You know, they, they beat – Vegas is right now the best team in the division, though L.A. is playing pretty well. So goaltending is a priority, and they need Skinner. You know, Mark, I know you notice this with Twitter. Uh, Stuart Skinner, yes, a pull Yarby, to name a couple, very popular in the eyes of the Oilers fans. And Ryan Nugent Hopkins is another one. Yeah, for sure. And and in Skinner's case, I mean, this is a city and a town that's just had enough of the goaltending carousel. They're just, you know, it, it's kind of like when you don't have a, a, a good starting quarterback, the most popular guy in town is the backup, usually until he plays, Bob. Um, Skinner, however, is a little bit different. Like he has come up. This is his third time coming up here and actually playing games. And, you know, he's proven that he, he's getting better and better. And he's this feels like a different opportunity than the, the last ones. Remember, was it last year he played his first game ever against Ottawa? Yep. And he was nervous and he wasn't really an NHL goalie. I think he let in four or five and they won. Um, then the last stint up here, he was much, much, much better. And then he went down. He, he killed it in the AHL. This guy has clearly now got the AHL mastered. And he's coming in here at a time of need, Bob, a time of need. And he looks like he's ready for the job. So all of those factors come together for a guy that this whole city is cheering for. And no one cheering harder than Ken Holland and Dave Tippett, I'll tell you that. In his last 38 decisions in the minors, Stuart Skinner is 26, 9, and 3 with a 9-18 save percentage. This year he's 6-0-2 with a 1.96 goals against average in the A and a 9-25 save percentage. And that Baco team isn't the best team in the world either, Bob, right? They're not a great team. They're okay, but they're not great. For him to be 6-0-2... That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, they have a chance every time he starts in that league. And, and you know, he, look, he's got a huge extended family. He's from Edmonton. He's out of the south side. People have known about him for a while. It hasn't – there's been some tough miles for him. To, to there's, there's people that are pretty excited about what he can do. Mark, we're on hold on Evander Kane. 
and the league has made that the case. And the other thing is, yeah. rumors of the, the fact that he's already signed at Edmonton are greatly exaggerated because the Oilers yeah. can't have him signed. Even, yeah. even if the league had never intervened, because of Edmonton's cap and COVID protocol situation, they would not have had the maneuverability or flexibility to have consummated right. a deal. Now, we're hearing there are some more teams in the mix, uh, but is he even going to get a chance to play? What are you hearing on that front? Well, who knows? The NHL is investigating basically how he got over the border uh, while he was still supposed to be in COVID quarantine in the United States. Now, does that involve just the NHL? Does that involve the Canadian border services? I mean, they would be the ones who would know. Right. You know, what happened on that? What do you call that app you have to use when you come in, Bob? Uh, Arrive Canada. Arrive Canada. They would be the ones who know it would know. I mean, let's let's be completely uh, above like reproach here this is a person who has a history of forging covid related documents it's it's documented so all of a sudden he's getting over the border at a time when he can't be so that has to get looked into and we've got to know the answer to that question how did he get into vancouver eight days after testing positive for covid in san jose the league wants to know i would think the orders are going to want to know and for all i know canadian border services wants to know bob so I don't know how long that process takes. None of us know how long that process takes. And I'll add this, if it goes in a negative fashion for Evander Kane, does it then come with a suspension? And does that suspension, having received 21 games for forging the, you know, having a a forged document saying that he was vaccinated when he was not in San Jose, does the next, you know, generally in, in the National Hockey League, suspensions get bigger each time for the same offense. So does that suspension get bigger than 21 games? I don't have a clue, Bob, but it is certainly within the realm of possibility. Now, you know what's interesting here? Uh, I talked to Scott Housen the other night, who's the commissioner of the American Hockey League. He is not under investigation by the AHL. He was in the AHL at the time. They have a 10-day quarantine period. Um Kane tested positive on the 21st of December and on the 27th of December the CDC in the United States uh, redrafted the uh, term length from COVID from 10 to 5 days at that time. So maybe that's part listen, all of that maybe factors in maybe the guy was absolutely free and clear to come to Vancouver, Bob I don't consider myself an expert on yeah, it and, and, and Mark, how many times have you filled out that I mean, it's pretty, for, for our listeners right now that have been able to go to the States over the last, uh, well, I, I mean, I know I've been filling it out since September. So for me, it's been the last five months. It's pretty clear, you know, they want, what they don't want you doing is reporting, uh, uh, falsifying anything during the, the, you know, in terms of the app. So... Uh, and we can get into a, a different conversation on, you know, is the government gaining too much information? And I think we all know that, in in theory, it's done to protect citizens. This, we don't know exactly what they're looking at, Mark. 100% we'll have to wait and see. But, I, you know, it would not surprise – we do know this. There's multiple teams interested in the player, and it's a highly contentious issue, as I'm sure you saw uh, in uh, the, the piece uh, that you wrote. This is uh, Oilers got to get it turned around here, Mark, and they and it starts against Ottawa on Saturday, and then forty-seven games, in theory, in one hundred and one days for Edmonton. They're going to get yeah. busy here, Mark. Yeah, they got lots of time left in the season, and and if there is a, I mean, there's a couple positives about this break. The the losing skid seems like it happened a long time ago. 
You know what I mean? Any any residual effect from that seems to me, certainly if you're talking to players and coaches, and it seems like it's gone. This team's starting with a fresh start here. Uh, the other thing is they're healthier today than they were back then. They still, uh, Dave Tippett said, between uh, who are the guys? Cuckoo, Benson, and one other player. Fogle. Fogle, thank you. Uh, they need one of those guys to test out of COVID protocol this afternoon in order to have 18 skaters tomorrow. So they're still, you know, they're still the COVID bug has really dribbed and drabbed this team to death here. Uh, but I feel like Bob, you know, you get a game against Ottawa. They haven't played in forever. You know, Ottawa's obviously playing well. You like to win a game tomorrow night and sort of kick this thing off in the right direction. If you get a decent game out of your goaltender here on Saturday, you can say, okay, maybe we got something here. And they just, you know, you know sports is a lot about emotion and momentum, and all the emotion and momentum has been back going the wrong direction for this team for about a month and a half. Uh, I think this reset certainly gives them the opportunity to put it in the right direction. Now let's see what they do with that opportunity on Saturday night. Uh, One final one for you, Mark. It's going to be weird being in the building. And I have empathy for the position of the fans because they can't experience the game uh, and the product the way they normally would be allowed to. And, you know, I'm going to assume hopefully we have half, you know, half the crowd here. Uh, But limitations in terms of what people can enjoy in terms of uh, F and B as well. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to watch Mark a little bit. Well, it's unfortunate, you know, let's Bobby wants to go to a hockey game on a Saturday night and not have a cold beer. Like, come on, you know, that's, and that's what we got. We've got a situation tomorrow night where half the fans, many of the fans were told you can't use your season ticket tomorrow night because for what, I don't know how the worst job in the world's got to be the poor person who's in charge of the Oilers, like the Oilers ticket manager. Oh my goodness. I'd like to be that person. So there's people who won't be there because they're not allowed to go. There's other people who are there, but you can't eat or drink. Uh, it's a half a crowd, which I guess is better than no crowd in Toronto and Montreal. But, you know, it is. It, 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 you know what it does, Bob? It, it, it's taken us all back to those days in the bubble that we all hated. And the players and coaches didn't like it either. No fans, kind of quiet, kind of cold and drafty. We don't want that. We're, we've had it. We didn't like it, and it's coming back a little bit. So let's hope that a half a crowd uh, can be like a, you know, the hope the glass is half full tomorrow night in Edmonton, and let's hope we get a little bit of a, you know, some some emotion in the building. And when a two-on-one is coming, you can, you know, you hear the crowd. They build, right, with an odd man rush. When there's no one here, you don't get that. It just robs from the game ball. Mark, my 12 minutes with you is up. Thank you for rescheduling so we could deal with the high-maintenance Elliot Friedman, okay? Yeah, no problem, Bobby. Have a great day. That is Mark Spector for the horses in horse racing, Alberta, the 7,000 men and women that are employed in the horse racing industry. they got live standard bed racing. Saturday's Century Mile Racetrack and Casino post time 115. We'll tell you the guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply saving a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Um, tell Brendan Chris and Taylor that Oilers now sent you. When we come back, your text and the Ashley Fine Floors text line and the Oilers. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. We are live at Rogers Place. It's 1248 in Edmonton. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. It is 1250 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. We are going to go into the Oilers Now injury report. It's presented daily here on Oilers Now by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Trent Brown. Big time heavy hitting safety back in the days of the CFL. The heavy hitters of injury law are James H. Brown injury lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. It's this simple. They're the best. Well, uh, these days, it's as much about COVID as it is about injuries. So injury and illness update for you. Mike Smith, we found out yesterday at one to two weeks uh, ligament issue uh, in his thumb. And you heard Kevin Weeks on yesterday's show saying that can affect how you hold a stick and be very painful when you take shots uh, in practice three to 400 times. Ryan Nugent Hopkins has not uh, been on the ice with the main group over the last, uh, well, uh, last four days that the team has skated, or last three days that the team skated at Rogers Place. He is uh, out with a lower body issue. Would not surprise me if we're looking at probably another minimum week to 10 days for RNH. Still in COVID protocol with Ilya Konovalov and Evan Bouchard coming out today. The following players, oh, now I have to find it. Uh, where's that little index card? Okay, well, right below the Edmonton Oil Kings uh, lineup for tomorrow night. Uh, here we go. Oilers COVID. Uh, oh, Brendan Perlini was also on the ice today. So Perlini and Bouchard and Konovalov came out of COVID protocol today. Kyle Turris, Warren Fogle, Slater Cuckoo, and Dylan Holloway are in the protocol as we speak. All right. Uh, with an update on other injuries and illness around the National Hockey League, here's Brendan Escott. All right. Well, uh, wild superstar Kirill Kaprizov is set to return from an upper body injury tonight. He was crushed from behind by Trent Frederick of the Boston Bruins, a player I like a lot, but that hit was a little bit suspect. Uh, Bowen Byram, unfortunately, Bob, suffering from uh, pretty substantial post-concussive symptoms. That's according to an interview his father did with the 
athletic. The Avs defenseman has been in and out of the lineup all over the course of this year with headaches. It's an issue that does predate his career but in the NHL, I should say. But, uh, yeah, it was not sounding good the way it was being described by his family, saying he simply couldn't play the other night. Yeah, it's a tough situation. I mean, a talented guy, obviously a, a top-five overall pick, um, has some offensive upside, and they've already got an unbelievable guy. How, how about Devin Tays? Two second-round picks for Devin Tays off the charts. All right, now it's time to hear from you on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 1253 uh, in Edmonton. KDK says, Bob, you were talking about uh, uh, no Canadian team has won the Stanley Cup since 1993. Uh, no Canadian Stanley Cup champion could have something to do with only having 20% of the teams. Maybe the fact that the NHL isn't smart enough to figure out the significant advantage many U.S. teams have in regards to the salary cap. Isn't it weird how many of the teams have won, uh, don't have to worry about state tax, and are therefore able to spend upwards of $8 million of real money on their players? Keep up the great work, NHL. We've talked about the advantages that states like Florida, Tampa Bay's won the last two Cups, uh, Texas and uh, Nevada have over other jurisdictions because there's no state tax, which means more take-home dollars for the players, which means that you can pay them less, but they end up taking home more. The market that gets screwed the most is Montreal. And Montreal is a significant contributor to revenue sharing in the National Hockey League. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Rick in the Park says, Bob, I like Mike Smith, but I didn't agree with the two-year contract. I see the Oilers buying him out and having Skinner as the backup to whoever they find to be a reliable starter. What's the money implication on the buyout? Well, the problem is it's a full buyout. He's over the age of 35 when they sign him. Um, Ryan from Pinocchio says, Bob, don't forget when you're talking about the situation with COVID, what they're trying to do with truckers, with an already shaky supply chain, not sure what trust fund Trudeau is up to, but at least his old man would just give us the finger. <laughs> oh, Say what you want about uh, Pierre, who did give Canada the finger, or at least Alberta the finger. When he was Justice Minister in 1968, he was about 15 to 20 years ahead of his time in comparison to uh, other countries around the world. Some of the moves that occurred in Canada at that time. Justin does not, uh, can't carry his father's jock, and I think we all know that. Bob, the Oilers need a 920 goaltender right now. They don't have one in their system. Holland needs to go get a new goaltender as soon as possible. That one comes to us for Matt. Uh, by the way, Stuart Skinner's at 916 in the NHL this year. It's interesting with goaltending, eh? Like, I was on uh, yesterday with Toronto, and we were having a conversation about people's perspectives. So, and I'll I'll give you an illustration here. Many of you do not think that Evander Kane should get a fourth or fifth chance. You just, that's just the way you see it. Others of you look at it and say, well, wait a sec here. If you could get him in on a short-term deal, if he was allowed to play... On a short-term deal, he'd mind his P's and Q's. He could be a very effective pickup for a team that could use some size and some additional scoring up front. You might not be able to sway opinion either way. In Toronto last year, they blew a 3-1 lead against the Montreal Canadiens. So for the people that hated Kyle Dubas and think there's too much analytics and they have a soft team, they would say, see, 
here you go, you blew a three games to one lead against the Habs. Others would look at it and say, you know, Carey Price had a 945 save percentage in the final three games led series. Extend it one step further. If you think that the Mont- the Edmonton Oilers are a failure as an organization, you'd say, well, see, they lost to the Winnipeg Jets in four straight games. Now, if you're a broadcaster for the Oilers, you'd say Edmonton held the lead for at least 65% of that time in the series, and Connor Hellebuck, in what amounted to five and a half games of action, had a 950 save percentage. Kind of like, as I recall, when Cujo stole a series against Dallas in 97, and more specifically outdueled Patrick Waugh, an undeniable Hall of Fame guardian, in 1998 when Edmonton rallied from 3-1 down to, to uh, Colorado. There is no question goaltending is a great equalizer. And goaltending often results in narratives that are being written that def- def- uh, totally end up defining maybe your perspective on situations. Again, if you're a uh, a hater of Dubas and the analytics community, you'd say built a soft team. That's why they lost. And if you're a supporter of Dubas in Toronto, you'd say, geez, they ran into Carey Price who stood on his head. If you don't like Carey Price, you'd say he's been no good in the regular season the last two years that he's played. And if you like Carey Price, and I'm one of those guys that like Carey Price, you look at the playoffs beating Pittsburgh and coming back against Toronto and taking the Leaf, or the Canadians to stand like a final and saying, this guy can still deliver come crunch time. We'll talk about uh, that and other things with Elliot Friedman coming up at 105 today for Mid-City Construction after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.